Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is a show where we are recapping the past episodes of Heartland. We are in season nine, episodes seven through nine. And I'm film critic Grace Wagner, and Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about these ones. I am too. I thought this was a very strong group. Yeah, uh, for one sure. Of, yeah, one of the best groupings. Uh, I don't know, I think ever. I really, really enjoyed these these episodes. So I'm excited to talk about it too. Seems like season nine is has been excellent so far. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, and I think it's interesting. They haven't really brought anybody new in. Um, you know, they're just sort of it's it's interesting that they've been able to remain so strong with yeah. such a like core number of characters. Like if you were to look at a show that's lasted for that long if you look at season one to season nine the cast other than like maybe one or two people is totally different yeah i'm, I'm supposedly kevin mcgarry's coming up sometime and yeah, then this, he'll be yeah. a regular i think we might be the next either the next batch or, or the following one mm-hmm. i think that is yeah but other than that you're absolutely right there hasn't been anybody new everyone just guessed you know the like michael xavier yeah. just a guest but um yeah the first one that we're gonna talk about is called fearless and it's amy helps a medieval jouster who was badly injured during a competition regain his confidence so he can compete again so overall what do you think of this one um, i thought this was excellent i thought this was the best of the season so far mm-hmm. um and i think it's my favorite of these these three um it is been it feels like it's been so long since We've had Amy just work with a horse with problems and, and work with the owner. And, you know, it's very basic and very heartland, but it feels like it's been a little bit of a while since we've had that. It's so been, it's just so focused on Amy and Ty sort of building their future and, and family stuff that we haven't really had any guest stars sort of come in. Um, yeah. The Tim stuff is fantastic in this episode as well. Yeah, it, it was really, I don't know which one I like the best. As we talk it out, I'll probably figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, this one was really good. And you got to see a lot of Ty and Amy as a couple, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with this whole Cass and um, Caleb part. And uh, there was, it was funny with Katie. Mm-hmm. I, I really did enjoy it. And one kind of random thing is... Uh, I went to middle school and high school in Maryland and uh, they randomly, I don't even know. I don't even know why states have state sports, but Maryland's state sport is jousting. And so I remember in middle school <laughs> having this whole like unit, you know, cause you know, in uh, I don't know if they do that in where you're at, but they'll have like units about get to know your state kind of a things. And you, you learn about things uh, in your state. And, and we had a whole thing about jousting because it was this state sport. <laughs> we so never weird. had jousting. <laughs> we never had jousting. We did have, um, obviously the, uh, in Scotland, they sort of, I don't know if they don't know, but when we, when I was younger, it's, you had to learn how to dance a Kaylee. And it was the worst. Oh, yeah. To, like, partner up, and it was awful. Um, <laughs> like, an ongoing joke of, like, 
anytime you sort of hear Kaylee music, it sort of triggers <laughs> all of your bad memories of, of primary school and being forced to sort of dance. Um, but yeah, that's the only kind of thing that, yeah. that I can think of. But yeah, <laughs> jousting. I just love how this show just finds things like this. Yeah. Well, not how jousting, let's have jousting. <laughs> And I have been to medieval times. It was when I was in high school. It's uh, so it was a long, long time ago. But but uh, they have this thing here in like in New York and in in uh, Las Vegas. This thing called medieval times, where you get to see jousting yeah. and you know that whole thing. You get to eat uh, mm-hmm. like chicken and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I know about that from the movies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, so that's kind of similar here and uh with um with tristan tristan the knight and i just knew i knew that somehow caleb was going to end up as the knight in shining armor and it did not disappoint and i loved it that was hilarious yeah, he's never looked better than he does Although I'm not feeling the chemistry between Caleb and Cassandra. I mean, I guess now they're, they're kind of, they are a couple. They, it was in before it was kind of sort of a sneaky thing or, you know, something they were doing behind um, what's his name's back. Uh, and now it's, they're an outright couple. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the show, as much as I love it and, and I really enjoy Caleb, they really have done him a, a disservice in terms of his love life. <laughs> yeah, we never get we never get enough to get invested, and in. he's one of the like most popular characters. Right, it's true. They never give the the build up. It's always just oh, he's in a relationship. You know, whether it was with um, uh, what's her name, Cindy Busby. I can't think of her name all of a sudden. Are you there, Ashley? Yeah. Oh yeah, I lost you for a second. Yeah, uh, or Ashley. Uh, yeah, whether it's with Ashley or, uh, you know, or the other people that he's had relationships with. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, so the what do you think of their tie Amy's new loft? Pretty fancy. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, I just hope they can't hear the, the horses and stuff downstairs. Um but yeah, it's absolutely stunning. And I like, yeah. I do like the way this show kind of progresses, like time progresses. Like they don't drag. They have sort of a certain amount of time and they just sort of keep moving. Um, but it does obviously, I mean, the, the sort of Jack and Tim stuff of them working on it has been fantastic. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, it looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, it looks nice. Uh, it kind of my I have a basement apartment that I rent out and it kind of mine's smaller than theirs but similar kind of open concept uh studio apartment kind of reminds me of that I mean I would think actually it probably is comforting for Amy to hear the horse more than likely more than likely I'm forgetting it's probably comforting to both especially amy uh but uh but yeah so tristan's horse he's a jouster uh which evidently is still a career in uh <laughs> in the 2000s but uh, he's a jouster and his horse abby it keeps getting spooked keeps neighing and of course that's when you got to bring in uh the miracle worker amy mm-hmm. 
to help solve the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we also have, so Georgie is got her learner's permit her driving permit. And so she has to go out and drive with, uh, with a licensed driver. And she's like, Oh, me and Jade could go. (laughs) And they're like, no, that was funny. Um, and so she goes out with Tim and uh, he is super overprotective, makes her nervous. I, I don't know if you remember when you were first driving, but that definitely was the case with me. I mean, I was already very nervous because I was, I've never been a particularly great driver and, uh, uh <laughs> I don't I drive. Uh, oh, you don't drive? I don't drive. I'm too scared to drive. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> we have like amazing public transport. I don't oh. need to drive. Um, yeah. It's well, like, I have no sense of direction. I've no confidence. And <laughs> like, my dad literally, when I was younger, offered to like buy me a car, get me driving lessons. And I was just like, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I wish I didn't have to drive. I live in the suburbs, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, so I have to drive. But, but, one thing I just remember with uh with my mom she would keep breaking on her side (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you're making me nervous Uh, she kept breaking um also I remember going out with the driver's instructor and when I was taking less uh, driver's lessons uh (laughs) and uh and I decided to take one day of stick shifts I don't know why mm-hmm. I did. And I just, it was a disaster. It wasn't good. And uh, I remember one of my teachers at church was happened to pull up kind of behind us and, and he saw that it was me driving. And, <laughs> and of course we're like, not, we're going really slow and then we're bucking and I don't know, it was bad. And, uh, and the, the, I just remember him and his daughter were there just laughing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's like a European thing or, or whatever, but like, we don't have many like automatic cars. I suppose it's different now that, you know, things are moving into more sort of electric. Uh-huh. Every car, like my dad's had so many cars, my uncle's brother, they've had so many cars and every single, none of them have been automatic. Really? I guess it's just like a European thing of like. Oh no wonder you haven't learned how to how to. Yeah, that's what freaks me out too. I'm like, yeah, I can't under what do gears or the one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I it was a good thing I I did at least get some experience with stick because a couple of years later I was at a friend's wedding and uh, they had decided that I was going to be the designated driver. I mean, obviously I don't drink and. Uh, but then we got to the end of the evening and it was a stick shift car that I was supposed to drive and everybody else was, you know, hammered. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh. And I mean, now you could just like call everybody an Uber, but, uh, <laughs> but I somehow made it through and I drove the car. It was a miracle. <laughs> it was answered to prayer, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, poor Georgie at least doesn't have to deal with a, a stick shift. So that's yeah. good. Uh, but we also get cute little Katie going to school for the first time and Tim crying. That was so cute. Yeah. Yeah, it was so cute. And then sort of, 
as the episode sort of progressed, it just got better and better. Of like, Tim. yeah, yeah, it was like very reflective of. He sort of felt like Tim. Sort of, I, I can't remember how old Amy was when he left, but it feels like it's probably around Katie's age, and he's sort of realizing that he's got a second chance with his grandkids. And yeah, it was just, it's it's sort of the Tim that I wish we got more of. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer sweethearted Tim to I mean, I like squabbling, annoying I like, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I like squabbling Tim with Jack. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. the stubborn Tim I can, I can sort of do without. Yeah, the stubborn sort of misogynistic Tim I could do without as well. Uh, but um, but that was it was very sweet. And then of course Katie comes home. And says that she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and Abraham, Katie and Abraham, it's getting real serious real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Was that something you ever did? Like when you were little? Is Not I never at all. No. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> sort of as a way of, you know, them sort of, both of the kids sort of picking up what they're hearing in the house. But um, I do think they've sort of struck gold again. She's a great little a great little actress like she's very cute been so lucky with the kids yeah i i i was never even when i was little i was never really friends with boys uh i i don't know why and it wasn't by design but i don't know i just all my friends were always girls yeah yeah i was the same when i was in school it was the same group of girls um but when i started working Pretty much all of my friends were like over 50 and boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I now that I it's interesting because now that I am in the YouTube space, I have lots of online guy friends. Most of my friends are are uh, well, I don't know, most, but a lot. I have a lot that I interact with on a regular basis that I'm good friends with. Um, but it's really the first time in my life that I've had guy friends. It's interesting. <laughs> and I, I, I've always wanted to have guy friends. It's just, I don't know. I've just always had, my friends have always been girls. So uh, I think that's, that's interesting. A cute little Katie. Uh, but she announced they're, they're getting married and then they're also getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a Can rough time. Yeah. Yeah. uh then um so i liked when when tim and georgie are driving and i like just the whole i'm yelling uh, i'm yelling because uh you're accused i'm yelling at you because i'm yelling because you are accusing me of yelling at you (laughs) (laughs) that whole thing was good yeah and so Amy and Ty have their first dinner party and she's making lasagna, but the oven isn't working. So they have to go to, to the ranch, but what would be your go-to dinner party uh, meal that you would make? Oh my gosh. You're on the spot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> lasagna really is good. pretty difficult. Yeah. I make really good bolognese. Um, mm. I'm not the biggest fan of it myself, but I do make it really well. Um, same with like a chili and sort of throw something like that together um, yeah. I'd, I'd probably try to do something like Mexican and sort of you know 
have sort of a, a sort of way out of people can sort of build their own meal sort of thing um, yeah I like that idea in terms of it takes a little bit of pressure off of me <laughs> I just have to put out the ingredients and they can make it themselves yeah and it's nice if it's something that you can have I mean this way lasagna is a good choice something you can have completely done so you're not like say making pancakes or something like that where you have to be at the stove uh that, that that's what you want to avoid yeah yeah for the like the past few christmases i've taken on doing the meal and i've got it down to like a science but yeah that first couple of years of doing it it's so like you just feel like you spend the entire day in the kitchen like you don't enjoy anything of the day just because you're constantly checking on things and there's never enough room in the oven <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I really miss entertaining and having people over. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about doing that for my birthday, but people just weren't weren't up for it. So, which I understand, but uh, I I just miss being able to entertain and kind of have a theme and and uh, plan everything around it and do like I don't know, yeah, Mexican theme or Italian theme or you know to the food or something like that. I think is so much fun and. Uh, I I do think pasta is probably one of my go-tos is making some kind of pasta dish. Uh, I mean, lasagna, it just takes a while to, you know, make all the layers and then, you know, like boiling the meat. And I feel like for our first, I mean, boiling the, um, the noodles, I feel like for our first dinner party, it's a pretty, it's a pretty hard uh, dish, but uh, Hawaiian haystacks. I don't know if you've ever had those. It, and it's just like it's basically just like chicken with those like crunchy noodles on top mm. and uh and then some like pineapple and a little bit of like a sauce um it's pretty good something like that where you kind of make your own or baked potato bar that's a really good one. Oh, that's a good idea yeah yeah and baked potato bar is nice especially if you have um vegans or people like that yeah sure coming uh so yeah so she makes lasagna the oven's not working and uh then we have Cass and Caleb they're fighting Caleb actually wants a commitment from Cass which I I have to I always struggle when you're dealing with like an older couple like I mean they're not old by any means but if you how old do you think Caleb is Mm. 30 yeah like yeah mid to I would say mid twenties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it's not that unreasonable, but it's just like at a certain point you gotta, um, you gotta move on with your life, like living, like not wanting to make a commitment. Uh, I mean, even somebody like Tim, I guess I understand because Tim's got his baggage, but, um, I, I feel like that's a frustrating characteristic in an older character. I have less sympathy than for like you know you're 18 19 of course you're not going to make a commitment but she doesn't want to in this case and this is believable because she has just sort of finished college and and you know Caleb is it's very in character for Caleb because that is sort of what he's always strived for yeah sort of a good relationship but when he says I'm not a casual guy that's not who I am so that is self-aware at least he knows who he is and uh, but then Cass tells Ty that she made a big mistake and uh, 
So she she's regretting it. And then uh, they want to go out again. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's actually before she says this to Ty, they see them out at the uh, movies <laughs> when they said that they didn't want to. Tired. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then Caleb and Cass are like making out the whole zombie movie. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst. Yeah, it would be awful. <laughs> and uh and then yeah then she tells ty that you made a big mistake because they broke up because he wants a commitment and then you see caleb in the armor and caleb and tristan and they are jousting first they miss each other and then yeah then caleb comes up to uh, after they finish uh caleb falls in the match and then uh, Cass comes up to him and he says, I will, I'm your knight in shining armor. I died. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And like I said, he's very handsome and never looked better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Tristan says to Amy, you're the one who made me face my fears, which is very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Tristan was a, a good sort of guest star this episode. Yeah. I, like the, I like the ones that Amy helps that are on board and they're not like a lot of times it's like why are you asking him for help if you're just going to fight her on everything <laughs> yeah it's true and this this was just really it was just so funny and cute i yeah. i thought i really it worked and and then you have abraham's mom coming into maggie's and uh, she, she says, oh, we've been going through a divorce. And uh, anyway, her and Lou talk and they connect. And I wish I could have seen Abraham. I'm dying to see him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, if we get to see him maybe in a future episode, because that's so cute. But, uh, but yeah, then Tim and Georgie are driving and Tim gives Georgie the horseshoe necklace for good luck. Yeah, that was sweet. That was very cute. It's very sweet. So, yeah, what would you give this episode one to ten? Um, I'm going to give it a nine, um, which is a lot for not yeah. an episode where nothing dramatic or, or sort of crazy happened. But I just felt like it was very class- classic Heartland. Yeah, I agree. I would also give it a nine. I thought it was very well done. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. 
That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Next, we have Reckless Abandon, and it's Georgie prepares to say goodbye to Bear as he goes off to train with the mounted police. Lou gets a chance at a first date, and Tim might be in for a big life change. Mm-hmm. So what did you think overall of this one? Um, I liked it. I mean, the, the bear stuff had me in floods of tears by the end. Um, <laughs> it got me hook, line, and sinker. Um, I, I don't know if, how you feel about this, but I felt like Georgie in these two episodes, it was such a dramatic turn for her. I felt like she was being so combative and so reckless when it felt like she had sort of come out of that a little bit. It felt a bit regressive um, mm. for Georgie. Um, so I struggled a little bit in this episode and the next one with her. Um, I certainly don't. Like, I sort of looked at some of the comments from when this episode aired and, and people were very much like angry at Georgie and I'm like, <laughs> the, the kid. Um, it's a bit dramatic of a response but yeah it did feel a little bit regressive um but i did love the the, the bear part of, the, of this episode oh it was so good i uh, yeah i mean like her and lou ever since the divorce have been pretty uh have had their issues and so i guess maybe it didn't seem as regressive to me um you know, the whole soul and teenager plot isn't my favorite. So, <laughs> and I, I do think it, it is a little hard to believe what will happen in the next episode, the cliffhanger, um, that she would do that, that could go that far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it also made me think, uh, I guess it have, have they completely forgotten, um, tim's uh tim's kid the other kid what's his name I forget his name yeah he's not in the he's like erased from show canon i think like it feels like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, because that's the kind of behavior he would do like run away and kind of a thing uh but but yeah so it starts out with uh georgie and steven uh they're they go on their ride georgie riding bear and they they go on their date and it turns out he has to move to uh to manitoba because his mom got a job there and uh, you know that's definitely part of i think what makes all this happen with georgie yeah yeah that's what i was going to say it, i do sort of want to point out that i do recognize that it can't be easy for her i mean i know she loves that the, the ranch and, and that sort of a um that's sort of all she cares about but it must not be great for her to like not have any friends other than Stephen um I mean she yeah. sort of has she pops in and out um and she's Olivia who pops in and out um but she doesn't have any other consistent friend other than Stephen yeah and then Olivia coming back certainly doesn't help things I almost didn't recognize her. She looked so different to me. She looked so grown up. Yeah. I, had to, I was like, is that, is that the same person? Yeah. And uh, she's being difficult as usual. I mean, she is just, she is a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia. She's like, yeah, worse than Ashley was when we first met her. 
Oh yeah. No question. Uh, and her stepmom isn't paying any attention to her. She has this horse called the budget buster, uh, which is kind of a rude name for a horse. I think. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's supposed to be, I mean, the reason it's a budget buster, they, they kind of spent all this money on, it's supposed to be this amazing horse. Uh, but then, uh, Georgie says, you know, that, oh, it's not your horse. It's just you being difficult. Uh, but uh, Olivia just puts all of her anger at her stepmother over at Georgie. And she's just, she's just, I don't know. She's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They've sort of just made it. It, it sort of felt like, I can't remember if it was last season she popped in. But they, they had sort of the, the competition, the jumping competition. Um, but it felt like they sort of tried to have them make peace and maybe it was sort of a, you know, currently, you know, there were sort of enemies who become friends. Um, but it seems like they keep sort of doing that, of them sort of being horrible, <laughs> Olivia being horrible, and then them sort of making peace and then she comes back and it's like all over again. Yeah, I I felt like when didn't didn't they work together or was that her and Jade at the um at the reserve? Um, I think that was Jade. It was Jade. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then we have Michael Xavier uh, at the uh, at Heartland expecting the new loft, and I love him so much. He is just I think one of the most handsome people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah um yeah he's absolutely stunning um <laughs> and I love Flo's reaction to him I was just like immediately flustered <laughs> <laughs> which you would be because he's so <laughs> although he seems a bit young for Blue yeah he to does me. yeah he does he seems more like Amy's age yeah yeah I agree and uh then we also have Casey she's complaining because her trailer has uh cold showers no power she's thinking about getting uh, her own home and uh, i mean that i couldn't live in a trailer like that for very long no 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 and uh, i went on a a lodge vacation um last year Hmm. with i guess many of us i think there's four of us four of us um and yeah that was i've sort of done sort of caravans when i was younger but that was family but I was there with, with friends and, you know, you have your own routines and your own, like, and being in such close quarters, like, with so many other people, it was, it was a, like, fantastic for a week, but you just think about, you know, could you actually live like this? Because there was people that lived on the park, like, people that had retired. Sure, yeah. Just lived in these, like, tiny lodges and you just think, oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. I need my space. All my stuff. I need all my. I need all my useless stuff. I know. I mean, I guess that is the appeal: is that it just forces you to to be a minimalist. Yeah. No, I need like thousands of books that I haven't read. And (laughs) right. Well, yeah, and it's very loud in those kind of trailers, and I. I mean, it's fine for a holiday, Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I would not. Uh, so I understand that and plus it's like an empowering thing to 
you know, purchase your own home, I think, as a single woman. Yeah, and it makes sense for her of, of you know, she lost her husband. You know, it might not have felt right for her to, like, live in the, the home that they were in together or buy another one without him. Yeah. You know, it makes sense that she would take that time. Yeah, because you want to have a place, even if you spend a lot of time on the road, I think you still want to have a home. A yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Tim thinks that this is her, her angling to move in together is what he thinks. And uh, so he's, he thinks she's being like passive aggressive and, uh, but she doesn't see it that way. <laughs> uh, she's totally I, like, yeah, she's totally like chill and it's, Tim's so frustrating. Like if we would just have a conversation, right? And ask, like <laughs> it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. And I mean, I do like Tim and Casey together quite a bit, but he does make a lot of assumptions about people in general, but especially in his relationships. Mm, for sure. Yeah. And then, so Michael Xavier uh, says, you know, it took me a while to take my ring off because Lou still has her wedding ring on. Yeah. And then he asks her to coffee and I feel like that that's always a good plan is to have the, like the pre-date date, you know, coffee, yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Some people to go to drinks people. if that's your thing. Yeah. Lots of people around. and Yeah. Especially if it's like an online thing, you definitely want to, you know, meet up someplace, get a smoothie, something like that. I feel yeah, like it's sure. a good pre-date date. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and of course, Lou is kind of nervous about the date. She doesn't to say it's a date. And I think that would be the hardest thing. Like once you are in a relate, you know, in a relationship and, and kind of have been able to put dating aside and then, and then if it falls apart and then you have to start again, oh, it would be awful. Yeah. I feel for all the listeners that had to do that. That would be really hard. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then you have the officer coming to check Bear out and you know as I was watching this episode I, I was thinking where is Phoenix why is Georgie not spending any time with Phoenix and then in the next episode we get to see Phoenix but, uh, but yeah it feels a little bit like why how she how can she have this relationship with every single horse on the ranch yeah that's what sort of frustrated me of like this is amy's business like she takes in rescue horses and she sort of finds them new homes or she you know passes them on to other people it's like a turnover but you have your consistent horses but georgie not only does she have phoenix but she has trouble so she has two trick riding horses and, and she wants bear as well and it's like that's why i sort of struggled a little bit in this episode of like it's not your horse um you have a horse it's your yeah. responsibility um which is phoenix and and she also took on on trouble so that's two horses that she's got to sort of take care of but yeah i, I understand that she has an emotional sort of connection um you know she's just a very empathic sort of person and and very, you know, connects with animals really easily. But, you know, what Amy says of, like, the horse deserves better. You know, Georgie doesn't have the time for three horses. 
Right. And this horse is clearly sort of looking for a job as animals, you know, animals that are sort of that smart and that sort of intelligent and that, you know, sort of energetic tend to do. Yeah. And the, yeah, Amy says bear deserves to be happy in 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 working. Yeah. And because a lot of people think, oh, this isn't like nice to the horses, but actually it I mean, they obviously they can be treated poorly and that should be stopped. But, but, uh, but, uh, the, the animals like a horse need to be worked. They need to be busy. They need to be doing so. Yeah. I know for myself yet, yeah, like I had a, a border collie, which is a herding dog. Mm-hmm. And just because I, I sort of had him when he was older, I didn't have as much problems, but initially like a dog like that wants to work. Um, and I imagine it's sort of a similar thing with with horses. You know, they want to be ranch horses. They want to they don't want to sit in a stable or sort of grazing the entire time. Yeah, so it depends on the it depends on the animal, I guess. So then Lou goes for coffee, and Mike Luke Xavier he's like high adrenaline. I can't believe they had a he was so like charming and suave initially and just like full of confidence and then this scene happened and I'm like, oh no, I can't stand this guy. He's not talking about <laughs> surfing and and all this oh, stuff. And, um, yeah, such a bro. Yeah, yeah, he really is. <laughs> but uh but then he asks uh her to dinner. And she says, no, she's not ready. Uh, and, uh, you know, he says, oh, you're going back to your safe bubble, are you? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but then he rejects, he denies their uh, inspection of the loft. And she thinks the only reason he did was because uh, because of her saying no. And he says, you uh, do the upgrades you pass it's no big deal uh and yeah yeah i liked when he says i guess the ego has landed <laughs> that's good yeah, uh, yeah yeah so i mean i can understand why lou would think that but she probably should have asked a few more questions yeah, and doing it so public so publicly was so like over the line <laughs> yeah you know, and he's like, you call into question my integrity. Uh, and uh, it's, I, you know, I can under understand why he's uh, offended by that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we find out after Tim says, oh, we can move in together. And Casey says, no, I bought this for my own. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't want to move in with you. And she says, I love the way things are now. Mm-hmm. So it works for her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it makes sense. Let's say, as you know, it's her first home without her husband. And Tim's hardly, you know, the most committed guy in the world. So you can understand that she's not ready to, like, buy a house <laughs> with him. Yeah. They've never even lived together. That's what. <laughs> they might be right. completely incompatible yeah but i guess there's this relationship in heartland or evidently you can be married and not 
I evidently you need to be married and not live together. <laughs> like Lisa and uh and uh Jack. I I We're on PR as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And I kind of wish that they would let go of this Lisa being Lisa and Lou antagonism. I just don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's very repetitive. They keep coming yeah. back to it. It's like the only like I love Lisa and I love Jack and Lisa's relationship. Like for a lot of the show, that was like my main relationship on the show. Um, But her being sort of overbearing and pushy has become her one sort of personality trait. And I feel like it's such a disservice to the the actress. Yeah, I agree. And I I don't know, it it is very repetitive. I think that's the problem. And uh, she, she, I feel like she's almost never deserving of the criticism that she gets like she's usually just doing super nice things like making making fancy sliders at the thing or buying a, a ballet dress for katie you know like she's super nice and it's always it's not yeah. usually appreciated very much taking people on vacations <laughs> right yeah i wish i'd be so cursed <laughs> like lisa uh so uh, Georgie's very upset about Bear leaving, but I think part of the reason why she's upset is because she sees the relationship between Buddy and Bear, because Bear saved Buddy's life. And uh, the whole thing with uh, at the end with Buddy neighing after Bear and then Georgie riding uh, without uh, uh, riding Bear back uh, to so that buddy can say goodbye that was so good that was yeah great. that yeah that, that that got me in the feels absolutely yeah um, and the music i don't even know the song but it was like perfect yeah uh, good um, yeah yeah I, I do like this sort of bear and buddy sort of storyline of like buddy's found a place with jack bear's found a place in the police force and we've had this whole storyline with these two horses yeah it was so sweet it was very good i mean it makes it makes sense you know that these horses are gonna have this bond yeah but but they they just have to say goodbye <laughs> it was yeah, so good so nice as well yeah and uh so then olivia uh, they find out that her horse budget buster has kissing spines i think that's what it was but I guess it's recoverable and they can treat it. And so then Olivia says, I'm just glad my horse is going to be okay. And Olivia invites Georgie to hang out at Maggie's. So there's like some improvement, I guess, on that front. Uh, and uh, so that was basically everything in the episode. Uh, I liked this episode quite a bit. Uh, I'd give it an eight. What about you? Yeah I, would, yeah, I would say an eight. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. 
And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Have the next episode is called A Matter of Trust. And it's Amy and Ty work together to determine why Caleb's horse is becoming ill during his treatment at Heartland. And that there's a lot of other stuff in this episode. Yeah, that, but like, sorry. Such a weird summary. Yeah. So it's overall, what did you think of this one? Yeah, this was a difficult one in terms of like the Georgie thing. It just felt like I could understand the sort of desperation of um you know, wanting friends and in sort of, especially the, the allure of sort of older friends. But yeah, it just felt very extreme. And But I do love that the sort of, it was a very dramatic episode and it definitely like kept me hooked um, and it worked in that sense. Yeah, it, it definitely in the cliffhanger. Holy cow. Yeah. 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 It looks like this was the mid-season finale for about halfway through. Mm. Um, so yeah, be frustrating sort of having to wait. <laughs> well, and I am not like a rodent person, and those possums were so gross. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was I was a rodent person when I was younger. Um, I had hamsters. Um, had I think I had mice, but I definitely had hamsters. And I was like, my dad initially was just like, you can't have any more. I was distraught every time with. <laughs> Did, and then did you know cat, that they evidently cat, like sardines? I did not. I did not. You did know that. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. You didn't. I didn't know that. I think Jack's the only person that knows that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, evidently. Oh, I and just the when they're when they are Amy and Ty are hearing like the scratching and oh oh it's so close. <laughs> that kind of thing it's awful and they got those possums evidently they're they're not indigenous to to uh alberta and uh, so they they were brought up there as some kind of pet or something and they're trying to get rid of them and ugh, they're just gross <laughs> i'm sorry all you possum lovers <laughs> i just can't i'm in the uk so i've only ever seen them on like tv shows uh-huh yeah I'm not a UK yeah. thing so oh, okay yeah <laughs> not a Canada thing evidently as well imagine how difficult that would be of like I suppose someone sort of got them illegally um but yeah I imagine Ty would get into a lot of trouble if they managed to get out and breed yeah I mean huge trouble and uh and I mean, and then obviously we have this problem with the horses too, that uh, with this, they carry diseases and stuff. That's part of the reason why I don't like rodents. Uh, but, um, but anyway, uh, so Georgie is trick riding with this teenager named Sam, uh, older girl and mm -hmm. Sam calls Georgie the new kid and they want to go on this trip. Uh, and uh, Jasper they want to go to Jasper for the weekend they invite her I guess what I 
I don't really understand why Georgie didn't just tell Lou, Hey, these older girls in the trick team are going to Jasper. They invited me. Here's why I want to go. I mean, as opposed to lying, it's, it just doesn't seem like it's that different from it being going as a, um, trick, uh, event versus, Oh, here are a bunch of friends. Uh, and I mean, I guess she, unless she knew for sure that there was going to be problems, you know, that it was going to have drinking or something like that, then of course you're going to lie, but she wouldn't have had to tell that to Lou, you know, just said it's a bunch of friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she didn't, she made it more complicated than she needed to. And then involving Peter and trying to get his permission, uh, was very, uh, underhanded to do. Yeah. It felt like it was a, a situation where I don't think that in any world Lou would have said yes to this. Like no matter how she pitched it, I just don't think Lou would be okay with it, especially because she's so focused on them being like bonded and a little family and going on like a, a the Dominican Republic she was wanting to take them to um so she's so focused on them as a family right now that she would have said no I also think she just wouldn't want her sort of away with older kids but yeah, yeah I just think yeah I, I just don't think there's any way that she could have pitched it and then every time she made a decision it was like people have phones and like Luke can just call the coach, which is exactly what she did. Um, right. Don't think it was very well thought out on Georgie's part. Of like, yeah, she's not she's not great at being deceptive. Yeah, I mean, I think that your best shot probably would have been to have Lou talk to Sam, mm -hmm. and for Sam to be like, you know, we're not going to drink, we're not going to, you know, whatever, like to give you a little spiel, but maybe she's not close enough to Sam to do that. I mean, I, I can understand why, um, why Georgie wants to go on the trip, wants to be included because she's the youngest member of the trick team. And, uh, but yeah, her saying that it's an extreme trip, uh, trick trip was stupid because of course Lou is going to call. And she says that she says, what kind of mother would be if I didn't Paul and Georgie says, well, one who trusted me. And uh, yeah. It's like you lied. Um, and also right. don't think <laughs> I don't think Sam's that invested in if Georgie goes or doesn't go. I think she just yeah. extended an invitation and wanted an answer of like, do we have to pick you up or not? I don't think like even if Georgie sort of went to Sam and said, Listen, my mom's gonna call and I don't think even she would want to be involved in that. It doesn't seem like that, you know, we've never seen her before, at least in my memory. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and then her calling Peter was just... That was, was bad, was, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And uh, But did you think it was funny when Ty thinks that the dog ate the... <laughs> ate the yeah. possums? Yeah, that, <laughs> that whenever that... Laugh. Yeah, I love when Remy shows up. Um, yeah. That's a, Remy's actually um, Amber Marshall's real dog. Oh, really? 
Yeah, that's a real dog. Um, so you see him, yeah. So you sort of see him pop up on an Instagram a lot. Um, so I love when you see him sort of a little bit younger on this show. Yeah, that was funny. I like that. And then Jack hears the possums named Stinky and Minky, and they are. I I just I can't I can't. But he captures the possums with the sardines. So who knew? Um, <laughs> and then the the killed horse rusty uh he brings him over there and that was a beautiful horse with the spots yeah stunning it was gorgeous and reminded me of um ghost oh yeah yeah that's true and so then they 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 think that the horse has epm which is a neurological disease transmitted by possums through the hay and uh, but then they they then they think it's actually something called carboferrin, which is uh, which is carried by pesticides and contaminated water. And uh, so it turns out they had taken Amy had taken him out drinking, and there's dirty trash in the water. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and then so then course lou calls and she says i'm surprised at you and disappointed uh the older girls are going on a joy ride and she then she tells peter georgie's becoming an expert at working us mm-hmm. yeah and and you're right like why did she she says oh somebody who trusts me well, but she was literally lying <laughs> oh man something like this just makes me glad that i don't have children oh my gosh uh but um then true uh so trudy cancels the jasper trip and of course that makes uh sam mad at Mm -hmm. uh at uh georgie and then georgie is upset and lou and her have this big fight uh that uh i i also thought it was kind of out of character that she was kind of mean to katie yeah yeah not walking with her to the bus yeah yeah she was just like chasing her all over the place um yeah yeah it feels like when georgie that's sort of the frustrating thing about these episodes is it felt like she'd come so far but in this episode it felt like if she doesn't get her way it's like everything suffers like a relationship with her mom a relationship with katie um a relationship with phoenix like just yeah. because she didn't get away yeah and i she's never been rude to katie in my memory at least so that was kind of surprising i i don't picture her doing that um and and then i mean i'm surprised she didn't talk to jack because they always have such a good relationship um he kind of yells at her about riding uh phoenix uh but um uh, you know, because Phoenix is upset, Georgie's too busy. And so then Jack takes Phoenix out and ends up taking a drink from the from the, the dirty water. So we see at the end, Phoenix is sick with the same thing that Rusty had. And, uh, and Georgie didn't show up for school. Jade, Adam didn't see her. Um, and uh, Georgie has run away. They try to call Jeff. And Peter, of course, and uh, 
she didn't bring her phone with her. Um, and so we see her somewhere in the city on a bus coming out of a bus at the end. So it was the big cliffhanger that she would do this. I mean, we do have to remember that Georgie, uh, you know, has abandonment issues, um, and definitely still has some PTSD kind of thing from her, uh, from her upbringing, but still this, it was kind of a shocking, uh, cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the reason I was so hard on, you know, my response to this was, you know, it's not really that she's been abandoned by her, by her family. It's almost the opposite of them all sort of wanting the best for her. Um, but yeah, again, I think it just comes down to her, the fact that she just doesn't have um, anyone outside of her family. She's sort of made Heartland and the trick riding her sort of existence. And she takes on so much um, in terms of just working with the animals and things that, you know, she doesn't have very much like Amy doesn't have friends. <laughs> like Amy doesn't have friends. Which I think yeah, that's is- true. They have that conversation. Yeah. That you know that I was never one to have a lot of friends. Just you know, just one or just my best friend. And it, she's talking about Soraya there, right? Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen her in seasons. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens next. We seem to always get these cliffhangers as the third episode. <laughs> perfectly <laughs> so next week we will see what happens to poor georgie uh <laughs> hopefully they will find her quick um but uh but there we go let us know if you're listening what you think of these three episodes uh what would you give this one one to ten um i'll give it any yeah yeah i i mean maybe i'll give it a 7.5 just a little bit lower than the other one but but yeah, it's, 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 it, it was pretty good. It was a very strong grouping. Uh, so let us know what you think of these three episodes. We would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And make sure you're following us at Hallmarkies Podcast and Hallmarkies Pod, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It helps us so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store, which has some Heartland inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.